From Orlando, Florida and Tulsa, Oklahoma, welcome to the 1330 Podcast with your hosts, Keith Neighbor and Brent Bailey. Pulling from nearly half a century of experience, Brent and Keith share unique wisdom and proven insight to build the leader within you. Interact with us now on Facebook and Twitter at 1330podcast or email your questions and comments to 1330podcast at gmail.com. The 1330 Podcast starts right now. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to a very special edition of the 1330 Podcast. I am Keith Neighbor. And I'm Brent Bailey. And you may be saying, what's so special? Well, there's two reasons why this is special, Brent. Number one, we have Dan the Man Taylor with us. He's back. And better than ever. A third installment. And it is our one-year anniversary. One year today. We've made it a year. Happy birthday to the 1330 Podcast. Send your cards, letters, and gifts to at the 1330podcast at gmail.com. And uh, you, if you want to send in financial donations because it's its birthday, that's fine. We will take Everybody it and okay. spend it on ourselves. Yep, we'll buy. But, uh, uh, you know, maybe we'll a new buy, mic we'll buy or our something. Own equipment. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> <laughs> maybe set up a studio. Yeah. I don't know. Well, At any rate, we'll we've been talking, been talking about music and getting a band going. Uh, we've talked about a lot of different things with our bands, um, and I know this may seem like it's been a little bit all over with us, and we're trying to keep it reined in. But it's something that we all have in our hearts. Uh, one of the things that I want to bring up and with it with with band. Anytime you have artists that get together, you tend to have mm, drama. No. And uh, one, one of the things that I was very proud of, we didn't have that issue. We didn't have it in, in across the board. We didn't have the competition between all the bands. They were all in this together. It was, a, you know, it was a big deal to be in these, and it was a privilege to be in those. And uh, I used to have people come to me and ask, how, you, how do you deal with band drama? You guys have so many bands and so many people involved. And we literally had, what, 60 people involved in Somewhere these? Somewhere around about that's, that, yeah. yeah. That's a definite. So we had at least yeah. 60 people involved at, at, at various times. And we never had all the drama with it. And the reason why we didn't have drama is we just made a rule that we weren't going to have drama. And there was an expectation that was set that everybody wasn't going to be whining and complaining because Dan got the lead on this song and I didn't, or I don't get to play, or I don't get to do this, or I'm better than Brent is, and blah, 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 blah. We just never, we never tolerated it. And as a result of not tolerating it, people didn't do it. And I am going to, just as a pastor, I'm going to say... If you're having problems in this area, make a rule because most people want to follow the rules and you may have to cut out some of that dead wood yeah. and but, cut somebody loose that is your that is your drama maker. Yeah. I, I remember when Dan, uh, and you'll probably remember this conversation, when um, we went through a little bit of a transition after you got there. Dan, Dan came in and, and had some of... You know, kids from the other, um, the other group. Um, well, they were some of them were adults still. Yeah, yeah, group. and they were just—I guess—I don't want to say leftovers, but they were just still there. I mean, and um, and Dan, Dan uh, was going, and I and I went to him, and I was like, "Man, we need to we need to do some of this, and we need to do some of that." And Dan looked at me, and he said, "Well, listen, we really just haven't gelled together as a group." And I think that that's probably the first thing about getting rid of. The drama 
is is your group needs to like each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, as I look back on it, it's true. Every one of our bands liked each other. You know what I mean? And I think you have to start it from the very beginning. Like the one thing that we did is I, it was from the very you know that was real that conversation we had was really early. Yeah. And so it's it's like we set the precedent for no drama. And then your band members then carry it on. As the members change, you carry it on. And so therefore it becomes it becomes who you are, not just a rule, but it becomes how you how your group runs. And it's the expectation from the group. Everybody sets that standard. Yeah. And everybody is really preferring it really comes down to serving one another in that sense where we're you know, you know, Jesus didn't come to be served, but to serve, and our band didn't come to be served, but to be served. Right. And and in that statement, one of the other ones that I want to say about our bands, all of them, whether they were teenagers or whether they were adults, our adults were youth leaders first and band members second. And our teenagers were youth mem- youth group members first and band members second. And that also cut out, I think, a lot of the drama and a lot of the, well, you know, I'm on stage and I'm a little better than everybody else is and I've got privileges that you don't have. When they walked off the stage, if they needed to go to the bathroom or get a drink of water, they went and did it and then they came back in the room and sat down and were a part of the service. And would come down for altar calls. Absolutely. And, yeah. Right. Went through the ministry lines and all that. The other thing that I, I think was uh, was imperative was we gave a lot i mean i know we covered this already but we gave a lot of opportunities to the i mean we had a main wednesday night band okay yes. all right but then we had a sunday night band but then we would do extra things to give the other groups opportunities to play mm-hmm. and that cut down a lot of the drama because right. it's like you know when we do our youth conference everybody played cuz everybody knew they would get a chance there everybody's going to get their chance to shine chance. Um, and, and then when we recorded the last album, which by the way, and let me just say this, we've re- we recorded three albums in our tenure there. Um, all original, all original songs and, um, that all of uh, that the kids and, and Dan and, and Willie was involved in that. They all, they wrote their own songs and we recorded them. Go to iTunes. Yeah. And it just uh, researched the Axis Worship Band. Yeah. Axis Worship on Band there. and they're on there. Um, but I remember, um. We, when we went and we recorded the last album, the first two had been predominantly my Wednesday night band. It was the I Believe band, the I Believe the album and the Hero album. But then the third one, I was like, we got to do something because we're getting so big. So we, we made a choir, first of all, to for people to sing. Right. And then we remember I insisted that Tim mm-hmm. Hernandez's play yep. and, and Finley and play Dave with Finley. us. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, those are two guys that were in Keith's band in order to make an opportunity for everybody to, to be able to participate. Um, and I think that's, that's imperative is, is if you, if you're having people and, and some people are going, well, I, it would just be awesome if I had one band, let alone enough. <laughs> the thing is, is, are you giving those people the opportunity to serve? You? And we didn't start out that with 60 people. We yeah. started out, I mean, when I first started out in, in, in being the junior high youth pastor at Rama Bible Church, if there was a crappy old piece of equipment that didn't work, it was in my room and somebody was trying to make it work all the time. Yeah. And again... Duct tape and chewing gum. That, <laughs> and sometimes it was just chewing gum because we didn't have duct tape. So eventually it got to that place where there was a 
there was a desire and a vision to be what we were, and that was communicated. And then it came to pass, and it took time. It took years, not year, years in order for that to happen. And then you got to the point where they, when they really liked each other, they would celebrate the other one's victory. That oh, was yeah. So cool. That was so cool to see, you know, like the um, the third band. What was the third band? What was their name? We called them Cubed. Cubed. That's right. Yeah. Cubed. Because we had, we had the Axis Worship Band, then we had Axis Junior High, but then we had Sequel, Sequel yes. and then we had Cubed, and then we had Quattro. Quattro, right. Right. Quattro was... And Quattro, and obviously, yes. was, was yes. the, fourth, the fourth. I think it was the... It might have been Cubed because... I think Victor was in Cubed, right? Victor in, Victor started in Cubed. Victor yeah. started in Cubed. Mm-hmm. And I remember them playing on a Sunday night for the first time and Sequel, which is our was our normal Sunday night band, sitting on the front row cheering mm-hmm. for them. I was I mean that was so cool. In fact, all of our band members during our times that we were doing worship, no matter what band was doing worship, you could look on the front down in the crowd, and you would see band members. No no band member was in the back, you know, upset because somebody else was playing, or at home because they had a night off. They were there. Yep. They were there in the middle of the worship, just like just like anyone else would be. So And so what, what, we're talking about this no drama thing. What did we do to get there? How did we get to that? I mean, we instituted it. And we told we told people we need to like each other. But, I mean, can you remember specifically some things that we... I don't know we, if there was anything... I, I, and, this is pro, and this is something that even in the duties I do now, I, I keep this still to this day. It's Drama is... It's how you address it. You know, the moment of drama happens. There's always going to... First of all, let's just be really clear between drama... And and conflict, you know, any it's like it's siblings. Any any group of people you have together, you will have a moment of conflict somewhere along the line. So so we're not we're not saying that there was no conflicts, but what we're saying is that we we were able to nip the conflict in the bud, work them out really before quickly. Before it became drama, before it became drama that continued. Um, one of the things is, man, the first thing I did was shut down some of the extra emotion. You're dealing with teenagers, especially when you're dealing with teenage girls. You're going to have a lot of extra emotion. Okay, let's be real. There's just as much emotion with the boys as there is the girls. That's very true. There's not as much waterworks. (laughs) Right. And they don't vocalize it as much as the girls do. But what you do is you nip it right off the bat. So you've got to make yourself available. Available for people to come to you. Because if you're unavailable for them to come to you with their problems... Come on now, that's Then... You, then drama sometimes is created within the person and then magnifies. And by the time it comes out, it's it's too much trouble. So we always make ourselves available. Look, no matter what problem you're having, no matter what it is, tell me what it is. In fact, we'd encourage that yeah. and say, if you got something going, no matter if it's personal or whatever, you come to us and you, will, you there will be no huge consequences. Right. Where you come and we'll work it out with you. And from that moment, the minute that you have them open and willing, let them know that, that you're not blowing them off, first of all. Because really the most important thing is that they want to be heard. And so you, you let them know that, that you're in it for them. And then from there, you basically say, hey, from there you're able to maneuver them with the drama and, re- and get rid of some of it when it's not there. And so we were able just to be open. First step, be open. Second of all... Be honest. 
Be honest. Be honest with them. Look, if it's something that, you know what, I agree with you, that's right, I will I will be on your behalf to take care of whatever problem you have. And the, the more your group knows that you're there with them, I'm telling you, the more and more it eliminates the drama that, that's created. Now, in this... Year, however many year journey this was. I mean, this was a this was a this was a decade. This it was about a decade. I think it was. I think you're right. It was ten years. Um, how many times do you think that 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 got we had to dissolve crap like that? I mean, do you think that happened fairly regularly? I mean, I mean, at a, at a small level, probably fairly regularly. At a big level, maybe a handful of times. Yeah. We had in ten years in in the in the whole time I was there for sixteen years. In the sixteen years that I was, I uh, over I guess uh, the youth ministry and the junior high side of it. I had one adult. I never dismissed a teenager from a band, and I never. I only had one adult. Actually, that's not true. I had two, but I had an issue with one of them. But because of drama and the things that came up, I had one person that I dismissed because of drama. And when they came in, we had the conversation with them. There was no drama before you got here. There was drama after you got here. So we know the source of the drama. And that was you. And eventually we had to get rid of them because of that, because they couldn't get over it. So as if, if it gets to be a serial problem with somebody, then you're going to have to dismiss them. Common denominator. Yep, common denominator on it. So with that, speaking of dismissing, we're going to dismiss this podcast coming up. We'd like to thank you guys for listening. Uh, don't forget, you can you can see us on Facebook at 1330podcast. You can reach us on Twitter. Uh, if you want to email us, thirteen or the1330podcast at gmail.com. On behalf of Dan Taylor, I am Keith Neighbor, and... I'm Brett Bailey. Happy birthday! Woo! We want to hear from you. Find us on Facebook and Twitter today at 1330podcast or email us directly at 1330podcast at gmail.com. Join us next time for another 13 minutes and 30 seconds geared to change you into the leader that you and those who follow you want you to be.